0: Okay, people, it is time to talk about Rachel Hollis. For those of you who don't know, I have attended quite a few of Rachel Hollis's events. I went to Rise in Dallas of 2019 I also attended Rise in Toronto early 2020 and took a bunch of friends and colleagues to that event and I also participated in Rachel Hollis's 12-month life coaching program I read her books and I listened to her podcast Today I'm just going to get right to it I'm sharing with you all my thoughts and reactions and I guess a real discussion about what I think has gone on with her and how I think the world is responding to her in light of her recent video and then apology that came out after the video that clearly caused a lot of people to rage really hard. So everything I have to say is in this episode. I welcome any comments and further discussion. Please feel free to DM me over on my Instagram to continue this really important conversation. And I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you for listening, guys. Let's get into it. We've got to do it today, guys. We've got to do it. Actually, we don't have to do it, but I'm choosing to do it. We're going to talk about Rachel Hollis. I've taken the time to just like let it sink in about what's happened with her over the past few days. If you know about it, this is what I'm going to say. I am going to say that I, where do I start? Right. My relationship with Rachel Hollis is as follows. In 2018, end of 2018, 2019, I found her on social media. I started by reading her book, Girl, Wash Your Face, I believe. Some people started talking about her. So I just started, you know, following along and and reading her content more than following her on Instagram. So reading the book, enjoyed the book and continued to see what she was doing, what she was building. I decided to sign up for her 12 months of life coaching in 2019. It was once a month for 12 months. In the span of that year, I also was so sort of in my process of self-development that she was offering a conference, her rise conference, which was two days at the time in Dallas, Texas. And me and one of my closest friends, Romy, decided to go to Dallas in June of 2019 to attend this experience of experiences. I will just tell you that Rachel Hollis or not being in a, in an arena with 7,000 women, all there for the purpose of developing themselves that my friends is a powerful thing. So I went to that, I completed the 12 months in 2019 of, of her coaching. And I will say that whilst consuming her content, not necessarily her Instagram, but her actual content that she was selling and producing and reading her books, I was involved in many other people that were creating similar content reading their books, being mentored virtually by them, Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, Brendan Burchard, Marie Forleo. I mean, the list is endless. Brene Brown, Mel Robbins, all of them, okay? I was taking it all in in 2019 and then 2020 and beyond. But what ended up happening in 2019 is that at Rachel's conference, this is important to state before I give you my opinions about what's going on, At her conference, I made a decision that changed my life. I made a decision to become a coach because it was always there in me. And that conference just gave me the space and opportunity to really think clearly, to push me to make this decision. And so I did it and it changed my life. And I'm here with you right now, coaching the most beautiful people in the world, earning double what I earned in my corporate salary and feeling like I am doing what I was born to do. So on that note, I'm just going to explain to you that then in 2020, I ended up going to her conference here in Toronto when she came. It was three days at that point. I took a whole lot of people with me. We all bought tickets. I got to meet her in the end. I wangled my way to do that. The conference was great. It was a repetition of what I'd experienced in June. And I will say that, honestly, after that experience, I very naturally started to move away to other personal growth and personal development people. Naturally, because I felt like I had kind of been there, done that with Rachel. She was great for the period of my life that I needed her. There was nothing against her personally. I just felt like the content didn't resonate with me as much. And then came her divorce and then came the first scandal of the post she put up last year. And now we have what happened to date. And then she also put out her app, which like it just, her content wasn't speaking to me anymore. I felt like I was in a different space. So, I did not know what happened last week. I had my friend Jody Larry send me a text and say, "Have you seen what's going on with Rachel Hollis?" And I was like, "No, I don't know what you're talking about." I went, I first watched the video. Now I'm going to state my thoughts about that video. When I first saw it, I was like, "What? Let me just watch this again." So I found two things disturbing. Two things disturbing. Number 1, that she expressed What her housekeeper does just by saying she's cleaning the toilets twice, I felt like that was not necessary. I have a housekeeper. I have a caregiver who lives with us. I worship the ground she walks on. I really do. I like to think that I am super respectful of her and that I teach my children to be super respectful of her because she has literally the hardest job in the world, really, to look after me, my kids, my family, my home. But I will say one thing, that just on that topic of Rachel stating the openness and the 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 power with which she was using to try and describe the fact that she doesn't apologize for having a cleaner, she has always spoken about that. She has always been vocal about being able to and being privileged enough to and working hard enough to be able to have the luxury of having somebody help her in her home. So the fact that she belittled it and spoke about cleaning the toilets, totally unnecessary, Rachel. Why? Why talk like that with this tone? I felt the tone was condescending. But if you just look at it in context and you have the perspective of her whole story, if you've been following her for a long time, you'll know this is not new. She talks about this often because she doesn't want women to feel the pressure of being perfect in business and motherhood and home and everything else by doing it on their own. She's saying she has help. She's saying she has the privilege of having help. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not, I'm not standing up for her. I'm just telling you my opinion. You're all entitled to your own. So to continue, I did not appreciate her comments about being unrelatable. I don't know if you saw the video, but those were the two things that stood out to me. Her, she felt very patronizing. She felt very condescending. She felt very angry. And I felt sad to watch it because I was like, gosh, what the hell is going on with you? That you feel the need to step onto this high horse and get on this video and post that on your social media. Like you should know better than that. Like get it out, vent it out, but don't post it. You want to say that you feel like that. You want to be unrelatable. Maybe she's changed her way. She used to want to be relatable. Yes. She wanted to, to She, in all her conferences, she's been telling us about how she is just like us and how we're just like her. But in actual fact, she's been through so much in her life that I could never relate to. She found her brother who had committed suicide. She found him when she was 14 years old. I could never relate to that. She grew up in a in an abusive household. I could not relate to that. In a Pentecostal church, I don't know, household with a lot of stuff going on. I don't know. I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying I don't relate to her. I never really have. But I do relate to her, I guess, drive to be successful, drive to have her own business, drive to make an impact. That I relate to. So the fact that she came out and she was like, I don't want to be relatable. And girl, sis, I'm not... It was just, it was ugly. It was ugly. And I agree with the fact that that it was shameful and that she should not have done it and that it was ridiculous. Then comes the apology post. By the way, both those posts have been taken down. So you will not be able to find it unless you Google it. So I was messaging with some friends about this and we were saying, you know, someone said to me, what happened to her? What happened? And what I was actually running at the time and I thought to myself, right, this is what happened to her. What happened to her was media, haters, so many haters over all these years, power, she has a lot of power, and pressure, and number five, divorce. All of those in the last 6, 12, 18 months has led her to put up yet another post or a video that's like tone deaf and unnecessary. Yes, so today there was another apology, Completely not written by her, in my opinion, written by whoever now she's brought on as her PR, I guess. I don't know. I just want to say this. Okay. I feel like we could go on and on about this, but I want to say this. Very important. I want to say this in the kindest way. What point does it make if we are going to be women or if someone as a woman, let's just say woman because she speaks mostly to women is going to stand up on her comments and on their social media and bash another woman for her wrongdoing. I'm saying, Rachel, you did wrong. I'm saying we all need to know the perspective. We all need to, like before judging, you need to know the full story before coming on and saying, I don't follow Rachel, but this is unacceptable. You need to just have a little bit more perspective. This is my opinion. And also, you have the right to say what she did was wrong. Of course, we all have the right to say she needs to do better. She needs to learn, preach, preach, preach. But to bash her so intensely really defeats the purpose of trying to big up the woman around us. And so what I am thinking and why I took the time to think about this is, what could be a better way to showcase this as an example to do better not by bashing her and putting her down but by speaking up and showing other people that are around us and watching all 16 of you right now like this is what I'm saying from for me what I'm learning out of this Rachel Hollis scandal is the freaking poor woman Whatever happens to her career, she's going to lose followers. She's going to cancel things. She might lose money. I feel sorry for her. She probably deserves it. Like, I don't know to what extent. Who am I to say to what extent? But I know this. I have taken time to read those comments in all three of the posts. The apology was crap. I agree with you. She missed the point. Blah, blah, blah. I agree. I'm not belittling it. I'm just saying the comments. Good Lord. The way people are talking about her and talking to her, it's like they're doing the same thing. They're bashing someone, belittling someone, being condescending to someone, patronizing someone. It's kind of the same thing. And I'm just saying to those people, I don't think it's any of you. I'm just saying to those people, you're not teaching anything by doing that. You're not teaching anything By showing an example of bashing someone else. We need to do better. Never mind Rachel Hollis. We need to do better. Sometimes I don't even want to show up. I like, I just, I want to use this small little platform for me, for you guys. In the best way I know how, and this is the only thing I know to say today, is that yes, we all have our opinion and we can vent to each other. But to put it out there in a comment for the world to see, for loads of people to like and fester and nurture and just like, you know, get further and further and further into this hate and and disagreement. What good is that going to do? In a year where we are all suffering so intensely. And so I say to you guys like, wow, what can we take from this that's positive? A woman who is clearly struggling, we don't agree with her values, un fucking follow. I'm sorry to say that out loud. My hands are shaking because I've just said on links your morning. If you don't like what she's saying or what she stands for, unfollow. That is the strongest way that you can make a stand. Okay. And if you don't like the fact that I just swore, I am so sorry. You are more than welcome to unfollow me. If you don't like my content, I have said this time and time again in my coaching and in all my programs and in all my stuff. If you are not aligning yourself on social media and beyond that with people who are like-minded to you and who share your values and who speak the same language and who make you feel better when you watch them, you are following the wrong people. So instead of taking hours out of your weekend to carve a disgusting message to post on Rachel Hollis's feed, rather just unfollow her and move on with your life and focus on what's right take from her and say, I'm never going to post a video like that. I'm going to triple check, quadruple check content that I put out. So it's not tone deaf so that I don't offend people. And if I do, if you do choose to put out content like that or say something like that, then be willing to take the backlash, be willing to have people unfollow you, be willing to, you know, stand your ground. There are a lot of people who are opinionated out there. I choose not to be. I choose to be someone who doesn't I like to please people. I want to make an impact. I'm being honest. I don't want people to give me hate messages. That's why I don't ever want to be a Rachel Hollis or an Amy Porterfield or a Brene Brown, or you know, so-and-so. It's too much, it's too much pressure. I'm so happy just with this, thank you. So did she get it wrong? 150 million percent, yes, she did. Could she have apologized better? freaking yes, considering the name of her book is Girl, Stop Apologizing. If she doesn't want to apologize, then say, I'm not sorry. I don't know. I can't tell her how to apologize. She needs to figure it out for herself. I feel desperately sorry for her. I feel like she's, she's dug a grave that I'm not sure how she's going to get out of. But like, she'll have to figure it out. It's not my problem. What I just want to reiterate is the fact that Woman or not woman, color or no color, I want to draw a fine line right here. And that fine line has a title on it. And that title is kindness. And I want to practice one of my values and what I teach my children. It makes me emotional just thinking about it. Like I am South African. I am Israeli. I am soon to be Canadian. I am a woman. I am a mom. I am a coach, whatever you want to label me as, it doesn't really matter. The bottom freaking line is kindness to human beings, to animals, to the planet, to the environment, to everyone and everything around us. And if that could just be our main focus, I just think that's, that's really what we need to practice more of. And that doesn't mean you're not doing enough. That just means we all need to keep focusing on it, keep talking about it. Thank you. I just want to say, like, keep doing what you guys are doing. Let's be more freaking, more freaking kindness at always. I'm not making a comment on Rachel Hollis's thing. For what? For the millions of trolls to see and comment on hate or not hate? No. I will make a decision at some point if I want to unfollow her. For now, I'm not unfollowing her because I wasn't really following her in the last year anyway, like I mentioned in the beginning. Over the past year, I've kind of stepped away from her. I've kind of taken a step back because her content didn't feed me like it was before, before the divorce, before the scandals, before all of that. So I've taken a natural sort of step away and I will continue to do so if I feel like it, the same as I will do with anyone else on social media. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate this. If you want to continue the conversation, please, by all means, Send me a DM. Let me know if you'd like to do another chat about this, not necessarily about Rachel, but just this concept in general, or perhaps even about Rachel. If you want to vent, you want to talk. I am here to listen. I'm here to facilitate this conversation in whichever way you want it to go. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Minks Your Morning. If you enjoyed it and found it valuable, I would love it if you could take a moment to write a short review. Rate this episode and also subscribe to the Minx Your Morning podcast. That way, other passionate and driven people just like you will be able to find it. And if you're interested in kickstarting your dream life, book a complimentary trial coaching call with me over at www.liathorovitz.com. And come and hang out with me over on Instagram. My handle is at liathorovitz. Have a minxful day.